2: Evening listeners, brave navigators of the enigmatic and the concealed. Have you ever felt the pull of the unanswered, the allure of the mysteries that shroud our existence? For more than a decade, a unique comic publisher has dared to dive into these mysteries, unafraid of the secrets they might uncover. This audacious entity is Paranoid American. Welcome to the mystifying universe of the Paranoid American Podcast. Launched in the year 2012, Paranoid American has been on a mission to decipher the encrypted secrets of our world. From the unnerving enigma of MK Ultra mind control to the clandestine assemblies of secret societies, from the awe-inspiring frontiers of forbidden technology to the arcane patterns of occult symbols in our very own pop culture, they have committed to unveiling the concealed realities that lie just beneath the surface. Join us as we navigate these intricate landscapes, decoding the hidden scripts of our society and challenging the accepted perceptions of reality. Folks, I've got a big problem on my hands. There's a company called Paranoid American making all these funny memes and comics. Now, I'm a fair guy. I believe in free speech uh, as long as it doesn't cross the line. And if these AI-generated memes dare to make fun of me, they're crossing the line. This is your expedition into the realm of the extraordinary, the secret, the shrouded, Come with us as we sift through the world's grand mysteries, question the standardized narratives, and brave the cryptic labyrinth of the concealed truth. So strap yourselves in, broaden your horizons, and steel yourselves for a voyage into the enigmatic heart of the paranoid American podcast, where each story, every image, every revelation brings us one step closer to the elusive truth.
3: Another episode. We're keeping them coming. If you haven't noticed, it's been nonstop. We've been very consistent two a week for Paranoid American Podcast. It's going to go to one a week every Monday, Uh, but it's going to be consistent as hell. You'll be able to rely on a new episode every single week and that along with a few of my other shows. But you're here for Paranoid American Podcast. And today it's actually the Tom and Tosh show because I've got (laughs) Natasha from cryptids creeps and conspiracy so welcome to the show natasha and right up front just let people know where that they can find you and what you're all about
4: um well three words or less
3: three words or less
4: oh fuck me sideways
3: okay okay good good start (laughs) okay now you can use more words if you want
4: okay um i am not findable yet if you want to listen Uh, I am releasing on Christmas and I'm doing that on purpose because we are going to have a cryptid Christmas where I am going to cover uh, the 13 Yule Lads and the Yule Cat. And that's a whole Icelandic Christmas tradition and lore. So I am intentionally waiting until Christmas, although it is killing me. Um, However, I am on TikTok. I am on Instagram. I have a Facebook page. I'm not a big fan of X, just I haven't really gotten into that. Uh, I am on threads, so you can find me anywhere on there. And there's little sneak peeks and little kind of previews and that kind of thing. Um, I am kind of peppered. So if you listen to a lot of podcasts that have to do with the realm, uh, well, I've noticed more creepy than anything else. But uh, I'm kind of everywhere. (laughs) I get around in the podcast world, apparently. Uh, But. But yeah, so I actually have, you know, the three categories, uh, you know, cryptids, creeps, and conspiracies. And my my great love, to be honest, is the cryptids. They are very much so my favorite. Uh, they're hilarious. Well, not all of them. Some of them are pretty freaking funny. You'll find out on Christmas because they are all hysterical. And um, I just kind of have a little mixture, um, not really set up one way or the other, Uh, I have some interviews with uh, firsthand encounters that I have coming up. I'm actually doing one Sunday uh, with a man who has dog man encounters. So I'm going to go over those with him and his experiences. Uh, I've got an alien UFO type encounter that I'll be doing next week uh, and getting it recorded. It'll be obviously a couple months before that one comes out because I'm literally just jam packing as much as I can. Uh, So, I mean, anybody who's got uh, any type of encounter experience, whether it just you know, it's just weird shit. I mean, by all means, I'm I'm open to it. We're pretty laid back. I just kind of sometimes bring in uh, with the cryptids and uh, some UFO encounters. I'll go over some of uh, the background, d- describe the creature, where it's from, uh, put out a few documented sightings, and I really like to bring people on for those, and they have no idea what I'm like, no idea what I'm covering. <laughs> Uh, So it's a surprise for them. Uh, And I really like that because I like to get that genuine reaction. Uh, And then I always like to go at the end, you know, what are your thoughts and opinions? Uh, Do you believe in it? Do you not believe in it? Could it be something other than, you know, X or whatever? Uh, I'm new to the conspiracy game. I've heard of a lot of them. I'm very opinionated. Uh, You'll learn uh, if you get to know me. (laughs) Uh, But I am very open minded. I, I like to hear it all. Even if it's something that I might be in the back of my head, I'm like, not sure. I'd like to hear it just because I I want all the viewpoints and all the opinions and some of the crap that people actually did to each other. I just did notes on conspiracies that were proven to be true. And I'm not going to lie. I was like, holy shit. Like, this is outrageous, the crap that people do. So I I really like to get into that and just kind of see... Why? Because some people really do have, you know, legitimate science-based, you know, theories. And I just like to, you know, dive into that and and cover what I can. And uh, actually, on some of my episodes, you'll have some of my personal experiences. I have a lot of paranormal-type experiences and weird stuff that kind of happens. Uh, I call them my superpowers. They're sometimes a curse, but, you know you have what you have. And yeah, you know, I like to hear and, you know, with investigators and stuff with what equipment do they use? What do they not like to use? What the history is like, what got them into it? If they had, you know, some of them, it was, you know, Oh, I was, you know, eight and this happened. And ever since then I've been interested in it. And some people are like, well, I didn't believe that any of this crap was real. And then all of a sudden this, you know, this damn thing standing 20 feet from me and, and what am I supposed to do? at that point. And it's just really fascinating to me to get to know all of the stuff that's out there and learn as much as I can. So sorry, that was a lot more words than three. Um, But I think that pretty much sums it up. Oh, I do have also a Gmail that's cryptids, creeps and conspiracy at gmail.com. I can also take, you know, stories if you're not comfortable uh, being on the show, you can write it up, type it up, you know, whatever, send it in. And with, your permission uh i will read it on the show go over that kind of stuff and if you would like to stay anonymous that is also an option i can come up with some totally bogus name that nobody would ever guess a million years as you and just and you can giggle while you're listening to it and you might have a really weird name <laughs>
3: that was actually <laughs> an awesome pitch because it answered some of like the most basic oh. questions that i had lined up so we can get more into <laughs> to depth And you and you said that recently you were doing a deep dive on some kind of conspiracies that you can't believe. And you said some one of them made you go, holy shit. So what was what was that one in particular?
4: What did they call it? They called it uh, Project Sunshine. uh, Where the government was stealing uh, bodies to experiment on. Uh, But in reality, they weren't just stealing any bodies. Um, they were doing radioactive testing during the Hiroshima Nagasaki time frame. And they wanted to know what kind of, you know, effects it had on human flesh. Uh, but they really wanted the younger skin, the better. So they were literally, they got together a group of agents to travel the globe in search of recently deceased uh, babies and children to, like, amputate their limbs and steal them without the parents' permission to be tested on
3: and that is you know fun. just good old golden Sorry. era am i
4: allowed stuff. to cuss on here
3: yeah dude do what you okay, want
4: okay.
3: we're talking about radiated baby <laughs> limbs so yeah why not <laughs> really, See, you never mind.
4: know <laughs> but yeah I, when i read that i was like you have got to be shitting me and, and i just kept staring at it I was, i could not believe it i was in total awe that this was even a thing I mean, I would have felt better if the conspiracy theory itself was the true one. And it was just that they were, you know, digging up cadavers and testing them, but not actively getting like fresh dead children. And sometimes they just wanted like a leg or an arm or like
3: this quote organs. Assessing the human hazard is developed and an Mm -hmm. extensive experimental program proposed. Is this the one that you were talking about, or is there?
4: I think did you this go is the deeper? one because they were doing the testing uh, on the nuclear, like the post nuclear effects. Because it was right Sunshine. around the time that we started, you know, bombing people.
3: This is nuts. I haven't heard of Project Sunshine before, but also there's so, you know what? There's not an end to all of the different conspiracies even if you just were to hyper focus on the united states government targeting their own people doing the most insane things you could imagine worse than you know james bond villain level stuff oh yeah i'd rather have a shark with a laser attack me (laughs) than go through this no that
4: is so funny because i actually referenced that not too long ago i was like yeah because it was like i saw a meme or something with uh they were trying to train sharks to, uh, that was one of the theories I stumbled across. Was they were trying to cha- train? Oh my god, sorry. Train sharks to attack certain types of people.
3: This is nuts. Yeah, young and growing tissue is the most susceptible to radiation damage. Oh. Bone oh, formation. And an individual is complete by the time they are twenty years of age. Okay. So if if you were over twenty, you were safe from the draft of being into Project Sunshine, it sounds like. So they and, were looking for zero to twenty.
4: Yeah. And what what I understood it was their theory was the younger, the better. That's why they were they were specifically looking for infants and children.
3: Classic and Washington.
4: And if they were going through and you know harvesting organs and stuff, you got to think that means that they're they're finding and getting to these children and babies before they've been. um, Oh my gosh, I don't want to say autopsy. That's not what I'm looking for. Like embalmed and all of that. So they're catching them fresh, fresh.
3: The standard man contains 0.7 grams total of strontium in his bones. I don't know what strontium is. I didn't pay attention in chemistry. I probably should have.
5: Uh, I would
4: now. probably say it's some kind of either element or a uh, chemical residue because they were uh, testing it on the nuclear effects. So I would assume it'd have to be some kind of byproduct.
3: Yeah, let's see what str- strontium is. We'll get it from the the EPA themselves. Shout out Nixon. Strontium is a oh, all right metal. metal. Rapidly turns yellow in air. Okay, so we all have 0.7 grams of this in us right now. And I wonder, it doesn't sound like a natural thing to have in you. Maybe it is. I well, it might be something know.
4: like we all have something about there's like arsenic and stuff in us. But it's not at a deadly dose.
3: Uh, Okay, yeah. So, okay, so this is, <laughs> this is actually kind of nuts. So, strontium-90 is specifically from... 1950s and 1960s nuclear fallout from testing that is what strontium 90 is from
4: man am i good or what
3: (laughs) and they already determined that every human man i guess they specifically so the man has 0.7 grams in their body already I wonder how much now. I wonder if they even, because who would even fund this? Who wants to know the answer to this, right? Just for more lawsuits, for the fun Well,
4: no, I think what they were doing, I mean, I'm not for sure. Um, I didn't like dig, dig, deep dive into it. But my assumption, if if I was a criminal mastermind and I was looking at this, I would be looking at it as, okay, here I am, 50s, 60s. I've got this bomb, all right? I know that these other people are making bombs, so I need to know if I bomb these assholes over here, and they decide to bomb us back, what is that going to do to our people? Or do we want to bomb them? How close can our own military personnel be to the you know drop zone? Uh, do we want them all gone? Is you know how? What are we looking at here?
3: What are we looking at here? Okay, now it's starting getting to get into math. Now it's really getting scary. <laughs> <You got laughs> I mean, basically, everything. Is official. what
4: it, what it boiled down to was literally uh, if someone was exposed to different amounts of this particular byproduct, how would it affect the tissue? So basically, would I mean, we incinerate ourselves?
3: Where do the or, where's the aliens and the reptilians at? Though this isn't a conspiracy. <laughs> it,
4: can <be laughs> right? a conspira- it can be a conspiracy without aliens and lizard people
3: no you're right you're right i think those
4: well, are the, the most original interesting conspiracy ones. was people were saying they're stealing bodies for experimentation under our noses without us you know without permission which in theory is correct they just didn't realize to what extent these fuckers were going oh sorry That's my the- dog's are probably gonna start barking because i don't know when the other half's getting here
3: all right you have him shut up back there
4: well, they're actually closed and locked out. Um, they're just really loud, so I don't know if you'll be able to hear them or not.
3: No, we're we're dog lovers. They can. They're allowed to come to the table if they have something to say.
4: No, not me. They drive me nuts.
3: <laughs> okay, so that's actually really interesting. Uh, Project Sunshine. Now you know that we all have radiation in us, thanks to the 1950s and 1960s nuclear fallout testing.
4: Well, yeah. Say we don't know where ours came from, but it's there. There's actually a lot of things that are in our body that you'd be surprised about that are just not at levels to cause problems.
3: And to all the babies out there that died in this, thank you for your service to our country. We appreciate,
4: and we hope everyone that took through. you rot in hell.
3: That's right. This is this is actually pretty nuts. Where so okay, <laughs> so let let's rewind. Uh, let's go in reverse order. So you mentioned that crypt are your favorite. We'll get to that last. Creeps. Okay. What what are creeps? Is that like serial killers or is it something beyond So
4: that? I may or may not have intentionally left that door open. Um I actually before I took this portion of the podcast and created its own little brigade here, uh I had a co-host and we had a separate podcast Uh, That we covered, well, the first half was true crime and the second half was everything I'm covering here. It was just one of those things that uh, we couldn't get enough of the information. I felt like we weren't giving quality materials out. You know what I mean? Uh, It would be more of like a a quick hit or a broad overview instead of being able to actually like dig in, you know, and, and do all of that. But then we ended up having some scheduling conflicts and things just, it was hard to coordinate. And so that one ended up dying. But if you do, the episodes are still out there. If you want to listen to them, Uh, it's the red rum podcasters. We're two little red R's going opposite directions. Uh, And I'm always the second piece. So, If you want to listen to it, it's there. But Creeps for me, primarily, uh, especially with uh, the interactions and feedback and stuff that I've had from people so far. Majority of the interested parties, I guess you could say, are interested in the ghost side of things. Um, uh, Haunted houses, uh, paranormal investigating. uh, My personal experiences where I mean, I sat a foot from a demon. It was a good time. Uh he was a little creepy. Actually, what's really weird is I just talked about him like an hour ago. So we'll just talk about him again. Are you,
3: He's Are you assuming the demon's gender right now?
4: Well, yeah.
3: Okay. So, so you don't you don't know unequivocally what gender the demon is a
4: man. Is. I can tell you it's a man. And Even though the body the body was not a man. It, it was it was a thing. Um Okay, we'll just go ahead and get into a little bit of the superpower kind of situation thing that I was talking about That's earlier there. that will That'll make sense. Uh, I am very in tune with a lot of things around me, I guess you could say. Um, If I have somebody that is anywhere in the fucking vicinity of me, and sometimes they don't even have to be close to me, uh, and they're in a bad mood, I'll randomly be like, I won't, I I won't have talked to this person. I had one, uh, actually this happened a month ago or so. I had not talked to this person in three months and I was in my car they're an hour and a half away from me. And for whatever reason, I just I could feel it was everybody has an energy. People can be similar, but I've never met two people that had the same energy. And that includes twins that I know. They've never had the same energy. Everybody's a little different. And it's like I could feel him. I knew it was him. And I just instantly, I was so pissed. I don't know why. I was literally in my car drinking some pepsi and i wanted to like punch someone in the face so because i hadn't heard from him in a while i got my phone and i sent a message It's like hey you had a bad day and he called me he's like how the hell did you know that i'm like how did i know what i don't know anything i was like he goes literally as my phone was ringing he s- was walking and stepped on like a tack and it went into the bottom of his foot and he was digging it out as the phone was ringing." And cussing at it. So he was just pissed. (laughs) And I apparently knew. From way over here. um, And that kind of thing. It's kind of also like the spooks that I have. That I encounter. A lot of times. I might not physically see them. Uh, They like to dick around with me a lot. Um, um, Usually they're just kind of. Mischievous. They don't really do anything horrible. Uh, There's one creeper. He's kind of weird. But it's. Almost like I can picture in my mind, whatever energy and uh, or aura or whatever you want to call it. I don't know how it works. I'm, I literally have no idea what any of this crap going on with me is or how it works. I just know it does it. but it's like, I can picture what they look like in my head, even though I don't actually see them. And I can tell the difference between all of them, uh, and this same person that I, I called a few months ago, we used to work together and I would be sitting at my desk and someone would be like, Oh, Hey, do you see so-and-so? And I would sit there. I'd be like, and I would point to the door and the door would open and they would walk in the door. They're like, how the hell did you, I'm like, I don't know. I just, I felt him coming. And it's really weird. <laughs> um, but. I usually, you know, can pick up. I can kind of feel what's going on. And, and this thing sitting beside me very much so gave off a masculine vibe. Uh, more so than, I mean, not at all feminine. I mean, this thing was not nice. It was, he wasn't very friendly at all. Uh, he's actually visited me twice. Uh, and he touched me a few weeks ago. And it was really weird. Um, Yeah, it was really creepy. Because it was like it, I was like, it was weird. It's like I was sleeping, but I wasn't asleep. It was really bizarre, but I could see, and I've never had sleep paralysis before. So I don't know, but I, my eyes were open and I just saw this arm coming at me just real slow. I mean, it wasn't fast or anything. I didn't, they <laughs> uh, I didn't feel scared. I didn't feel threatened. It was really strange because as soon as I saw it coming, it felt very familiar. Like I had seen it before. I knew what it was. And it was just this long black arm and it reached out like towards like the middle of my bicep and I was laying on my back and it was like towards my bicep and it stuck out its hands and the hands are so creepy. Um, Okay. Picture Jim Carrey, the Grinch, but not fuzzy and jet black. That's the hands and it stuck its finger out like just the the regular finger. And it just kind of did one of these numbers And just ran its finger down my arm like three times real light. And I could I could feel it. And it felt almost like somebody was taking like a kitchen knife and like the very tip of it and just barely scratching me. And it just got like almost like it was like I could really hurt you, but I'm not going to. It did it three times and then it disappeared. And when I looked at my clock, I only had 10 minutes before my alarm went off. So I just got up. It didn't hurt me. It didn't do anything to me.
3: You could be describing somebody's kink right now, though. <laughs> do you think? Um, I always ask this with anyone that's had a, like a paranormal experience like this. Do you think if you had the paranormal activity set up with like cameras pointed in all directions and everything, do you think it would be captured on any of those cameras? Yep. So, so you think that it, it you know, basically now that by thing the laws I, don't know, of physics I don't know about that one,
4: but my other ones for sure would be. Uh, I've had them talking to me. Uh, I've had them like touching me while like while I'm get, trying to sleep. Um, they've moved stuff in the house. Um, one, like last time I actually, I got to probably be careful. Last time I talked about one of them, uh, I just got like this random, like horrible bloody nose, like in the middle of talking. Uh, my sound equipment quit working. I've picked them up on my recordings. Uh, some of those tidbits that I've got on my recordings are on my Instagram page and stuff so that other people can hear what I hear uh, when I go back to edit. Uh, like one of them, the one that I had a gushing bloody nose in, I had recorded the entire episode, like video recorded everything. And when I went back, I even checked with the person that I was recording with. I was like, we did do video, right? She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, what's weird is it recorded everything, but the screen was just black, both sides, nothing. And I mean, it's turned the treadmill on. It's, Brewed the Keurig machine with nobody home. Uh, I mean, all kinds of weird stuff. So for sure, could probably pick something up because they like to come hang out in my my podcast.
3: Did did it actually pick like a Keurig cup out, or it just turned the machine on?
4: Um. So I was at work, and I got a phone call from my husband. He was like, "What the hell?" And I'm like, "What? Why? Like, why are you mad at me?" I was like, "What's going?" on He's like, "You just left a mess, and you just left it for me to clean up." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And He's like, it looks like somebody brewed a, a cup of coffee with no cup. And it just ran all over the counter, the floor, down the cabinet doors. It was everywhere. I was like, babe, I haven't touched that thing in a month. And what's funny is it's like three days before this. I told the spooks that he didn't believe in them and to pester him and leave me alone for a couple days. And so it waited for me to leave for work and then made a mess.
3: (laughs) So can you, do you think you can actually command them? Like you can actually give them suggestions.
4: I don't tell them to do things. Uh, I'm not into that because I don't want to, I I'm all about, don't piss them off. Mm. Um, But if they do, like if they're bugging me and I'm I'm trying to get some sleep, I'll be like, Hey, I'm like, can can you please stop? I need to get some rest. I got to work in the morning or whatever. I'm like, can you please just please stop? And they stop. Um, So, I don't ask them to do anything. I've never tried. Um, I don't really encourage it. It just happens.
3: And I'm just—I'm immediately thinking this could be weaponized by the military if people can just accidentally do it and find out on their own. There's a, a million percent chance that the military's got like. Yeah, a I mean, squad well, they were already you.
4: clapping into sidekicks and shit for uh, remote viewing. Do I don't know if that, they ever e- even tried. They-
3: do you Think that you might be putting yourself at risk by like a, cr- attracting the attention of like some covert military unit that might no. want to try and recruit you and hunt in the like realm? I said,
4: they don't do anything, like I said, I don't ask them to do anything, even if I asked them, I don't know if they would. Well, just uh, they say, respond if I ask.
3: It sounds like you were describing yourself as like an empath, right? I like am where you can feel, mm-hmm. but that the, do you think that could be weaponized?
4: Mm. Somewhat.
3: Because if you uh, had an empath that like hung out with the president, right? And like, theoretically, you could be like, oh, there's someone angry in our radius. Oh, oh, Like, Oh, my
4: gosh. Have you even like tapped into ancient Egypt? I have like, not. Those, those, those seers, they had seers uh, that they believe were basically psychics. And uh, they would uh, look at their dreams and they would use what the seer, seer would say to make battle plans um when to attack how to attack uh you know all of the like where to come from everything they use them all the time back in ancient egypt and i believe rome have you ever seen the movie scorpion king
3: of course with the rock it's a really classic.
4: sexy lady with like the slit upper side she's mm-hmm. a seer
3: okay yeah so do you think we still have seers right now do you think there's like yeah. secret seers in the white house
4: uh i don't know about in the white house but i know we exist
3: Oh, I I like that. It's it's, that we exist. So are you, is this like a resume out there? Are you like floating your resume out for anyone that's looking for a seer?
4: So I'll give you a couple examples. uh, That makes sense. Like I said, I have, I have absolutely no control over it. Uh, I can't tell it when to happen. I never know where or who or what, or I have absolutely no control. I would love to turn it off actually, because it's really kind of weird. But for example, three days ago, Uh, I, for whatever reason was having horrible chest pains all day. I could not figure it out. I was like, like, almost like I was having like a heart attack or an anxiety attack and I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, well, that's so weird. I went home, took my extra medicine for my anxiety and it helped a little, but I was like, man, my chest just, it hurts so bad. The next day, uh, I got a message from a podcast friend of mine that a mutual friend of ours had to have emergency open heart surgery that night. Uh, because of some valve or something in his heart was malfunctioning. Then for the last two days, uh, I can't breathe. Like, you so sorry. If you do see me doing a lot of weird breathing stuff, it's because I, I feel like I can't catch my breath. Uh, I couldn't figure it out again. Thought maybe it was my anxiety. Not sure, you know, with the job interview, I was like, well, maybe that's all it is. Um, but I got another update. Today, when I got home from work and they're like, oh, yeah, so he's been going into AFib for the last day and a half. And when that happens, your oxygen levels drop. And I'm like, oh, that's why I couldn't breathe, because he couldn't breathe. Why and do you think
3: you're bound to this particular person?
4: I have no idea. Honestly, I have not known him that long. Uh, like, I mean, I've worked this. OK, it's going to be really kind of funny. I worked with them with the other podcasts. Uh, I would send, like, I'm on their YouTube channel. Uh, Some of my episodes are, and they would let me post my stuff on there because they're absolutely fucking amazing. They're cryptic creatures. So if anybody wants to check them out, they're awesome. They're like everywhere. Uh, And I had worked with them for so long, but it was always behind the screen, right? Well, last month I went to a convention, my very first one, and I was walking around, huh?
3: What convention was it
4: cryptid con
3: okay where where is that kentucky Kentucky it was in lexington
4: yeah absolute blast everybody there was fucking amazing highly recommend 10 out of 10 recommend um but i was walking through the booths and i recognized their logo and so i stopped and i backed up and i walked over there and i was like i was like oh my gosh i was like i know you guys And what's weird is because they looked at me because they recognized my voice, but we'd never actually met each other. So we knew our voices, but we couldn't figure out who the hell we were. Uh, And I introduced myself, and as soon as they got my name, they're like, "Okay, yeah, you're with this podcast, blah blah." blah. And I'm like, "Yeah." And we ended up hanging out like the whole weekend. Like I was helping them with their booth, and I got in free Sunday because they thought I was part of their podcast. (laughs) Um, And so, like, I spent a lot of time with them on on that weekend. But aside from that, that that's the first time I've met them. I've been
3: wanting to go to the cons- the Cryptid Con in Kentucky Uh-oh. for a while. I'm, I'm, Do it! I'm set to go there next year. We'll see.
4: I got to meet Travis Walton. Oh my gosh! He you is- have to
3: tell me who Travis Walton is.
4: Okay, uh, back way back in the day, uh, him and his crew. He worked for a logging company. Uh, we're like leaving for work, and they saw some like weird like light in the woods. And Travis being, well, Travis, uh, took off towards it and got real close, like too close. And are we talking
3: fire in the sky right now?
4: Like boom, got hit and then taken aboard. Okay. I know.
3: Now I know who you're talking about.
4: Gone for five days. Every, like the guys he was with were charged with murder because they swore that they murdered this man. And then five days later, he just shows up on the side of the road. And- I
3: just and I I know that Travis uh has disputed the events as they were portrayed in the Fire in the Sky movie. Earlier today, yeah. I was I was just doing a live stream where I was going through comic <laughs> books from the 90s, and in one of those comic books, I had this big ad for Fire in the Sky, and I went on a whole little mini tangent uh, about it is, yeah. even though I know that it's, like, problematic based on the person's story that it is based on, uh, it is my all-time favorite Alien movie, like, the way he has to, like, yeah. break out of the weird little, like, so I've
5: never seen honeycomb. the movie.
3: Oh, my God, it's, it, it holds up. I just... And, It's, it's worth just watching just to know what it's a, anyway, I won't, I won't geek out too much, but I love fire in the sky,
4: (laughs) but yeah, like I, I, I met him. I got to talk to him. He was so nice. Absolutely. Lovely. I got my picture taken with him. Um, and I was very good and I did not fangirl out. I kept it together so well that when he walked away from me, the guys were looking at me and they're like, you do know who that is. Right. And I was like, and I waited for him to get far enough away. <laughs> I was like, oh! <laughs> I guess who that is? And I was like, I actually uh, have an episode that I'm going to do on him in in the future. So, does but, he but, yeah, have totally. like
3: groupies?
4: Uh, actually, he was just by himself. Okay. He, you know, he had a suit, he had his little case, he did a great presentation, uh, got up and talked to, during the conference. It was it was great. He was so down to earth. I mean, you would have never in a million years. Like if I did, if I hadn't researched him, I would have had no idea.
3: That's a great pun. I'm sure you've heard it a million times. But
4: <laughs> what?
3: That they, you're really down to earth because he said that he got you know. Anyway.
4: I did not mean to do that. Oh my god! I really did not mean to do that. Oh shoot! Oops.
3: It's a good. It's a good pun.
4: Um. Well, yeah. I totally did not mean to do that. Um. Okay. Well, anyway, open mouth, insert foot. Uh, he was a great guy anyway, but, um, but yeah, so these, these two guys, I haven't spent a lot of time with them or anything like that. And I just kind of knew, um, I've had some where I actually had, I'm on baby number 12. Well, I'm I'm not on baby number 12. Um, I'll explain it. <laughs> uh, I have had dreams of people Uh, That they were pregnant, and I knew what the gender was, and they did not even know they were pregnant. I told them. And some of them, I told them, and it was so early that they couldn't even pick it up. They had to wait three weeks. And I was right.
3: Like that, like chemically, the pH level hadn't changed yet enough to indicate on a test. It was
4: literally when I said, I had a dream that you were pregnant, and it's a blank. Uh, they literally had to have conceived said baby that week.
3: If people knew you well enough, you could totally mess with their heads. Just be like, you're so pregnant. I
4: could, I've actually had people that are, they get very nervous. I had one person who was so funny that I called her and I had already called two of her kids. And so I was wanting to uh, share the story on my podcast. So I called and was like, Hey, do you mind if I share that story? Like, is it, do you want me to change your name? Uh, do you, does it, does it matter? And she was like, oh, she's like, good. She's like, I thought you were calling me to tell me I was pregnant again. And I was like, well, i have not having any dreams actually lately. Shit you not. Two days later, two days later, I have a dream. I'm like, shit. So I called her. And I'm like, hey, you're pregnant. <laughs> it's a boy. <laughs> Is that something you're not
3: supposed to text? What's the what's the etiquette of psychically knowing someone's pregnant? Is that like a phone call situation?
4: Well, okay. So a lot of times, a lot of times, I don't say anything. And I think it's because in my mind, I have a hard time grasping the fact that I could even do that. To me, I'm like, oh, I'll be wrong. I'll be I'll be wrong. There's no nah, no. And then I find out a few weeks later. That I was right. And then I'm like, well, maybe, you know, got the gender wrong. Nope. Every single one I've got them right.
3: I mean, you could start a business doing this.
4: Well, see, but here's the thing. So what's funny is I actually had people telling me that. And I'm like, the problem with that is, again, I have no control. I don't know who, when, where, how, nothing. It just happens. And ironically, the, there was one, uh, we went to their gender reveal party. And ever there's like 30 people in this room everyone thought it was a girl even the parents <laughs> and we had to go around and they you know record us it's really cute and they're like you know, say who you are and, and what you think it is everybody said girl it got to me and i was like i know you're a boy and they were like and everybody you know they wanted a girl and they're like oh and i'm like i'm like i told you four months ago it's a boy. And I'm sticking. You're
3: also pregnant. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah.
4: And they pulled, but we had the reveal that day. And so they pulled the string and all these blue balloons came out. And everyone was so upset. But I was like, oh, got another one. (laughs) And what's interesting is, is that night, or like the next day, I had a dream about someone who was at the party. And I was like, I really hope I'm wrong. Like this would not be good timing for them. Like, I'm like, Oh, like, okay. Um, and I was like, I don't know. I'm like, should I say something? Should I, I was like, Shh. given the circumstance behind the dream, I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell them. And I'm like, and I did, they came over, they were over here for something else. Cause it's actually uh, my step And I sat him down at the table and I was like, so I had a dream about you guys last night and they both just stopped and they were like, they're like, are we having a baby? I was like, <laughs> so I told him, I was like, well, if the pattern keeps going, yeah. And you're going to have a bonus baby. It's not just one baby. And they were like, what? <laughs> I was like, well, I was like, oh, you know, because I was like, oh, that's weird. Maybe, it, maybe it's wrong. So we went about our business. And this was about a month and a half ago that I had talked to them. I got a message today from my husband that they found out that they were pregnant and she's guessing about six weeks
3: and twins.
4: So we don't know yet. Um, And what I was telling her is I was like, I am not sure. So in my dream, usually it's pretty cut and dry. It's like, boom, there's a baby. Like I am, I am pregnant and I am somebody and I know who I am because, you know, like I said, everybody has their own energy. So I kind of know whose vessel I'm in and, uh, I can see the gender and everything, but with this one, I was like, "Man, it's a little weird." Uh, I was like, for sure, I saw a girl. I remember seeing a girl. I was like, but there was a, like another baby behind it, and I couldn't get a good look at it. Like, I couldn't, I, I couldn't tell if it was healthy. I couldn't tell what it was. I mean, I kind of had like a vibe that it was a boy, but I, I, I don't know for sure. It was just really strange for me. Um, so I was like, "Well, we'll see how that part goes." I was like, "But I'm really surprised." to know whether or not there's a bonus baby involved
3: what could absorb it too right
4: yeah so i know i have some friends that should have been twins but uh well one of them basically ate the, the other twin uh and the other one the they just kind of porked out and stole food and their twin didn't make it no 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 no. like in the womb like there was two okay. just, just, it, uh, just making sure yeah it like ate the other one basically like absorbed absorbed like you said uh the other one though it was there was two of them one of them was just eating all of the food. So the other one couldn't sustain itself and it just died in the womb. Mm. So, I mean, it's yeah. unfortunate, but it happens, I guess.
3: The, but yeah, the ultimate so game of crossfire.
4: Yeah. And I mean, I've had instances where, uh, I've known people die, uh, stuff like that. Uh, warn people like, you know, Hey, watch out for, you know, deer on this road. Uh, cause you're going to have one run in front of you. Just weird. And it's always random. I never have any idea what the hell's going on.
3: Do you but, think you could train yourself to have more control over it?
4: So I'm not sure. Cause again, here's the thing. If I'm seeing, which is what I also find interesting is majority of what I see is earth and death. So it's like the in and the out. I don't know if that's relevant, uh, but I feel like it is. And those are two things that I have no control over. I mean, I can't control when someone dies. I can't control when someone has a baby. I, I, I can only see it before it happens. And, and not in, so when I say I see people die, it's no one's made it past five days. So it's like, boom, boom, boom. It's not like a foreseen, like weeks on end kind of situation. It's literally like within days, if not. You're you're like the
3: cat that goes and like sits in front of the old, the old (gasps) guy's bed. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. No one's going to die. Before they
3: croak. Is that you?
4: A podcast episode about that. I thought it was super cool. <laughs> but yeah so I'm basically it's and like i said i i don't you know i don't really go out and like advertise everything like i just kind of like oh you're hey, gonna, you're gonna die
3: in five days um, just keep
4: no walking. i've never told anybody <laughs> although i have had a couple people where i'm like if you have something to say to this person you need to call them now like just and i didn't say that i was like you just need to call talk to them i had one where it was somebody like very close to me and i was like okay i have time i can take off work i can go see him um and my husband convinced me that it was all in my head and wrong. i should stay and i Let should guess. stay home wrong <laughs> and because of that i did not get to tell him goodbye in person so i was not happy cuz i was like i told you i fucking told you And those decisions
3: too. It's like the worst that could happen is that they don't die, and you got to see them, right? Like that's not so
4: exactly. (laughs) And the thing was, like, I knew how and everything.
3: How long before are we talking here? Days. His
4: was so. His was the longest, and let's see. I had a dream. The Monday. So Sunday night, I had the dream. And I got the call Saturday. And that's the longest one. Um, There's another one. It was, I had the dream and it was two days. Um, The other one, it happened and it was the next day. Uh, And then I've had two, three that it was like, it was like I was there. I I didn't know it at the time, Um, but like I was in this you know again vessel that's not mine because clearly i'm not like six one tan with a penis um but
3: (laughs) we don't make any judgments or assumptions on this show so (laughs) well you can
4: clearly not whatever you
3: want (laughs) at least tan
4: um but it i knew who i was i knew it was my grandpa and he when i was when i was him I could feel myself dying and everything kind of faded. And then I, well, he died, and I woke back up and I, I couldn't breathe. And as soon as I woke up, the phone rang. And it was the hospital calling to tell my mom that he died.
3: I've heard so many variations of this story that uh it's it's convinced me that there's something there's something mm-hmm. going on. That's all that's that's as much as yeah. I'm willing to commit to. There's something going and, on. And that's that the thing is matter.
4: and I every single time. I second guess myself. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it is in my head. This is just crazy. I sound like a looney tune. Uh, I try to shrug it off, but then it happens. And I'm like, well, shit, saw that coming. So literally, okay. So the one, the message I got today, (laughs) I had to laugh because the first words that uh, they said when they called him to tell him was Natasha's going to say she was right. And she called it. (laughs) And I was like, you bet your ass I will. (laughs) <laughs> and I called it. <laughs> that's exactly what I, I, I feel said.
3: like. People just stop answering your calls. Like, yeah. oh my god what? What? Who's well, dying that's the now?
4: Thing people, people really do. <laughs> they're like, oh, don't dream about me. I'm like, well, I'm like, well, if I do, do you want to know? And they're like, no. I'm like, okay. Well, like, I, I just need to know whether or not I need to tell you.
3: You put me on the list of I don't want to know. I want. <laughs> I want to not see it coming.
4: What What do they call it whenever you get on uh the list for you don't want like the junk mail? What's that called?
3: Oh, the do not call or the do yeah. not, yeah, whatever.
4: <laughs> yeah. Do not contact.
3: Yeah. Um, do, not, do not call if if I'm going to die or get but, pregnant. But yeah.
4: So, I, I mean, I, I think that there are seers out there now. Like I said, there's some people that can do other stuff. I don't, I don't know. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm pretty open-minded and I'm like, you know, I'm weird. Who's to say that there's not other weird people out there. Or we different.
3: said cats cat too, right? Cats, dogs have this mm-hmm. ability, are there any other animals that you think? Have you ever heard of any other animals aside from cats and dogs and people that that'll like hang around a dead area?
4: Um, I know. So I've heard uh from people around here. I'm from a small town, so we've kind of got all kinds of animals around here, right? Um, but I've heard a couple of times where like a horse would be very adamant about being around certain people um but they didn't it wasn't that they were dying well i mean i guess kind of they were but like they then later found out that like say they had cancer or or something like that and they had no idea
3: yeah hor- horses seem like huge dogs but also like yes. empaths like it seems like yes. they're just naturally empaths
4: yeah and i just Like I said, there's just there's so much out there Um, now. I don't know. I I, which is another thing. um, I think maybe it's because of the stuff that I've experienced. I am very, 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 very skeptical when it comes to psychics. I do not believe anybody who's going to charge you money to tell you anything can fuck off. They're probably lying.
5: Does does them
4: doing
3: it for free make it any more believable?
4: I think depending depending on what it is that they're saying or average, how they present themselves and like these people that try to you know help the police find like missing children yeah you're you're probably fucking lying yeah what's, and you're uh, just uh, Sylvia Brown shots fired at uh, Sylvia Brown I'm, yeah i know what i know up,
3: sylvia come on the show <laughs> if you got the if you got the guts
4: oh my god watch her actually at me i'd probably shit my pants i'm pretty um, sure she's dead oh okay well oh god no that doesn't stop on my end. <laughs> Please,
3: so maybe she will at you. <laughs> I don't need that. I'm looking I'm just checking to see if Sylvia Brown's alive. No, Sylvia oh wait. Yeah, no, Sylvia Brown died in 2013. Okay. She, she didn't see it coming. She actually got know, hit by a bus, <laughs> it looks like. No, I'm just kidding.
4: That is perfect. But but yeah, it's just I mean, it's just I mean, some people I think yes, they can. Cause like I said, who am I to judge? I, I'm, I have, I have weird, I don't know. I guess you can call it a gift. I don't know. I call it a curse, but whatever um, that they can do. And I mean, if that's something that they can do, but my thing too is if you have all these psychics that are so good, why haven't they won the lottery? Hmm? <laughs> Crickets. Cricket,
3: cricket. <laughs> I don't have an answer either. Yeah. I'm incredibly skeptical on all of this <laughs> as well.
4: However, uh, I did get a gut feeling that I needed to stop at a place and buy a lottery ticket. And I did pretty well, but there was no numbers involved. It was literally like, I feel like I need to stop and get a lottery ticket. And I did. And it was worth it.
3: Was it specific enough to like, and it feels like it's that one or it was it, just it like was just a ticket.
4: So I had a favorite ticket that i would mm, okay that i would get and i would always win <laughs> so before, uh, before was, you
3: even pulled over you knew what ticket you were gonna yeah. be getting okay
4: yeah which which sometimes so sometimes when i walked in it'd be like ooh, like i need to switch it up a little bit and i need to try these ones and i would usually like at least break even i mean it's not like i didn't win like a ton of money um but it was like enough that i was like oh okay like you have my attention but it's, i've not had that feeling since so
3: have you ever been to las vegas And you didn't get the, did you like, could you walk up and down the aisles and get like, I won a hundred dollars
4: on a penny machine.
3: Okay. Was it because you had like a feeling for like, I was like, I like
4: this and let's try it. And it took me three tries.
3: I mean, it it seems like if you were to test your skills anywhere, Vegas would be the place to do it.
4: But I can also tell you that I did. Well, my. My husband at the time blew all the money, but, uh, I did try other machines and I wasn't successful with it. So it's not like every time I picked one, I was right, it was just that one time. So was it me or was it statistics?
3: Well, and you even said that some of your friends are like, don't call. Do you think, what is the chance that you having the dream actually, makes part of it happen or do you think you're you're just simply an observer and you just see the stuff after it happens or do you think there's any chance even at all that you having I a dream might I, be a catalyst oh,
4: i don't i don't have any say in it at all i am literally i am just there and i am just watching that that's it i have so like i said in my dreams it's not I like i saw I'm you get pregnant. pregnant it's not you know what i mean like it's not like i get pregnant and it's i have a dream and i am OK, pregnant. Uh, so it's not like I make any decisions or anything like that. It's just me being like, oh, hmm, that's interesting. And then I wake up and I'm like, well, that's fun. I know who's having a baby. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's absolutely nothing I in my dreams. I don't have a say. I am fully aware of what's going on and like around me. Like, am I in a hospital? Am I at home? Like one of them, it was uh, my sister uh, walked in. We were at my parents' house. And I couldn't tell when it was because all of the other kids were not in the room. So I had no way to tell when it was happening. I just know that she walked in with a baby wrapped in a blue blanket and she handed it to her dad. And I was like, Oh, so the next day I called my mom because well, Again, small town. And I was like, hey, are they trying to have a baby by chance? And she's like, well, they've been trying, but they've not been successful. And I was like, well, have you asked her recently? And she's like, yeah, she told me not this time. Maybe next time. I said, she's lying to you. She's like, what? I'm like, she's lying. I was like, she's pregnant. It's a boy. And she's like, oh, uh, oh, okay." I was like, I just want to let you know she's lying. And then come to find out she didn't fess up. And eventually, after like a month or two, she finally caved. And I said, I'm like, dude, I said, when are you going to tell everybody? She's like, tell everybody what? I was like, we both know that my dream don't lie. I was like, so when are you telling everybody? She's like, I don't know. And she's like, I'm only a couple months. And I was like, mm hmm, I know. I said, P.S. It's a boy. Does she's like, we don't know where to find strangers? out. I was like, well, you just did.
3: <laughs> Could you be on like a bus and feel this with a stranger? Or is it only like, someone it, that you've?
4: It only so far, knowing that they're coming has only happened in a dream.
3: Okay. So, but you could theoretically see someone or meet someone for the first time, not even have mm-hmm. contact with them again, and then figure out, like, oh my God, they're going to die or they're, they're um, about to get pregnant and there's no way yeah, to so, tell them.
4: So, one of the people uh, that I saw die, I never met. No idea. I had a dream, I watched her die. And the next day I walked into my mom's kitchen and the news was on and the bitch's face was on the screen and they were investigating a murder. I had no clue who this woman was. I can't even remember her name. Like, I I don't know anything. And she was uh, from and murdered about an hour, hour and a half north of me. And I have no idea what it was with that woman. But she came through.
3: This fascinates me, though, because
4: because I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me because it's not always people that I am close to or have even met. So there's another one. I I mean, I knew when he was going to die and I'd never met him. I knew his name, uh, but I'd never actually met him in person.
3: How was that? death? Like, what was the actual method of death?
4: So um, it was actually my husband's stepdad. And, you know, he was an older guy and he had been in a nursing home for years and I just had this really weird dream. And the next day I was like, you need to call him if you've got anything to say. Uh, Call him now. I was like, because he's going to die. I'm like, I don't know when, but I know it's soon. So you better call. And of course, he thought it was crazy because I was like, he's going to die in your mom's house. And he's like, there's no way he's been in a nursing home for years. How would he even possibly die in my mom's house? I was like, I don't know, but it's going to happen there. And. The that day when I woke up, he got a call from his mother that they were putting him in hospice, hospice care and moving them to her house, and the next day he died.
3: Do you and think that that could have been prevented? I just at felt all? like
4: I was I was there. It...
3: Sorry, there's a, there nope. was a little. Delay so I, there. The, the, he, just, he just he just died
4: of old age. I mean. Oh, no, no, you're good. Uh, He, I I think he just died of old age. It was kind of like when I was dreaming about it, it was like, I couldn't, I couldn't breathe. Uh, My chest was real heavy. I was trying to get someone's attention. I felt like I was trying to yell, but nobody could hear me. Uh, So it's like, I'm there, but I'm not there. So I tried to get someone's attention to help him. But when I screamed, nothing came out. So it's like all of my, all of my ability is, is gone to do anything about it. Um, And then it was just like, you know, I couldn't breathe and everything just kind of faded and faded and then eventually just gone.
3: And do you just wake up at that point? Yeah. Is there any, have you ever been able to sleep beyond the point of death or is it always nope. you wake up at the moment of
4: death? I always wake up when they die. And I almost wonder if it's because as they, you know, as they die, like that spirit connection body breaks. And I think because it breaks, then my connection also to the body breaks and and kind of shoots me out. You know what I mean? I, I don't you know ever, if that's how it works, but that's my only guess.
3: Have you ever seen the movie being John Malkovich? Mm-mm. So I highly recommend watching this one. It is completely fictionalized, but it, it sounds very close to what a lot of empaths usually describe where like they don't have control yeah. over what they're doing, but uh in this in this movie being John Malkovich, they find this like I'll summarize it really quickly. They find like a door and if you go through this door, you become the actor John Malkovich for an unknown amount of time. It might be a few minutes, it might be like what? a day or something. Um, and you don't have any control over like what he's doing because it's his life, right? But mm-hmm. what people do is that they know that if they go through this door, so there's just that amount of control. And then people start fighting it. It's well worth watching, but that it sounds, reminds me a, of, of this.
4: Send it to me so I can spell it correctly.
3: Okay, yeah. Be, I'll, I'll, I'll link it below too, but I'll, I'll send but, this to you after we Yeah,
4: do and I mean, there's some stuff where um actually. I was really scared um, at the convention and I did not uh, listen to uh, almost any of the speakers until I, I had to see the room. And I don't know, I've had this, It's it's been a thing for probably six years now. Um, I have the same dream. And the first time I had it, I was in like an auditorium and there were chairs and I was standing there and there was lots of people and there was a stage. And I don't know if it was a concert or so- something. There was like lights and music, but I don't know if it was like intro music or an actual band. I don't know. Cause I don't go to concerts, but I was there and part of the way in the doors behind us swing open. And this man, like this hooded dude comes in, with a rifle and just starts gunning people down. And I immediately get shot and I die. I bleed out right there on the floor. So then I have the dream again. But in the dream, I know where I am. I know what's going to happen. I am fully aware of everything before so it happens.
3: A lucid dream almost.
4: Yeah. And so then I'm like, okay, like guys, something bad's going to happen. Like I'm telling these strangers around me, I'm like, we've got to go. We've got to get out of here and no one will believe me. And same thing. Door opens. Boom. Done. Then I have it again, and then I get some people to follow me, and we we find the exit. We get out the exit, but he catches us. And then you know I'll go out the hallway the next time I have the dream, and take a left, and he finds us. So then the next time I have the dream, we go down the hallway, and I take a right, and he finds. So it's like I'm I'm like in this perpetual. This is my
3: my, honestly my favorite movie trope. uh, Groundhog Day. There's also a movie called Death Day. You ever seen Happy Death Day?
4: Oh, I don't know that
3: so, one. So, death day is Groundhog Day meets what you're describing, where what? someone uh, dreams about like a serial killer that kills everybody and they try to get everyone to like know about it and it just keeps, you know, not working over. And yeah. I, it's,
5: and it's, I never, I
4: mean, I've never made it out. I've never made it out alive. <laughs> but, and, I, and the thing was, is I was like, oh, you know, it's no big deal. I've never been in a situation where I would be in a like a conference or an auditorium. And then I went to the convention and I was like, Oh, my gosh. And I I mean, I was like, I was scared to walk in, but I needed to see it. And I was like, I don't know if it's safe. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, okay, different room. We're good. Like, everything's fine. What
3: details are in the room? I feel like now I want to know to make
4: sure. Well, it's like, so you have like chairs. And and the stage is like, it rounds out of the front. It's not square. It's like rounded at the front. And it's like elevated from the chairs. And the, Is this chairs the presidential come in. debates? No, no, it's not it's okay. not that big. Uh, it kind of almost reminds me of the move oh my god, the movie theater here in my town. Uh-oh. <laughs> Which I was wanting to do a live show there. Um at some point. But like the the seats, you know, are inclined and you got to like walk down the aisle and it's like at an incline. Uh and there's exits and the f- I feel like a stewardess uh the exits are in the front on the left and the right.
3: <laughs> this sounds like a movie theater you're describing right now.
4: Yeah. Yeah. But it was weird cuz but it's got like a stage and stuff so I don't I don't know, it literally sounds like the decor is not the same as the movie theater here in town. It's when, more of a oh. like a bland uh not real specific uh type of decorations
3: but it sounds like it doesn't necessarily have to be in your town it could be in the town of somebody else that you're linked to right
4: but the thing is is i keep having the same dream and i have no idea
3: this feels like military stuff to me i don't know i feel like yeah if if i was in the the fbi i'd be like looking out for empaths that might have a
4: my thing too is Again, I can't control anything. So if they were like, Oh, what's going on in Iraq at these coordinates, like those remote viewers, I'm like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't tell I can't tell anything to happen. I can't tell you what's happening unless it just
3: randomly shows up. Wait, and on second thought too, the FBI usually knows what's going on. They're just like, eh, like <laughs> right. Yeah. Like they actually get actively notified about things. They're like, This kid said this thing and he's gonna do it. And they're just like, Eh, we'll see. We'll yeah. See how this plays out.
4: <laughs> but yeah, that's just something that, you know, it just happens and I just kind of ride with it.
3: Have you ever seen any cryptids? Like nope. Bigfoot or nothing? Have you ever gone looking for Bigfoot or other nope. cryptids? So are you, um, you, you would rather just like, if it comes across, you come across it. But do you like mm-hmm. actively look for any of these guys? So, not even ghosts? You ever gone ghost hunting? Yeah.
4: That one's easy. Cause they come to me. I don't have to hunt them.
3: Oh, (laughs) it's a
4: gift. Uh, but like literally like we go on ghost hunts and I've, I've been on a couple. Um, the first one, I literally went with a friend and she used me as uh, a beacon and a spook meter the whole time we were there where she was kind of like, you getting anything, you getting anything, you getting anything. And if I was like, I'm like, no, like I, there's, there's nothing in here. And then we'd leave. And then we go and, sh- and I'm like, whoo, like I could, keep- I'm like something, something's going on in here. Were like, they I don't also know what? using
3: like a spirit box or anything?
4: No. So when I went the first time we had nothing, it was literally just me and my weirdness and her, that was it. We didn't record anything. We literally just went partially to see whether or not I could do it. P.S. It worked. <laughs> Do you uh, feel like actually, if you were
3: if you were in a haunted area, you would know 100% of the time? So if you like you don't feel it, then it's safe? Or do you think usually, that there's a chance you wouldn't be able to feel it?
4: Um it's got a range. If that makes sense. So, I can usually feel cuz like I said everybody has an energy and that includes spirits. Uh so they I mean To me, it's like I can feel them. I can feel if something's going on or if something's different. So if it's like me and her and I I can feel me and her and we're walking around and all of a sudden something else is around us. I'm like, like something's in here. I'm like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on. I was like, but something's in here even. But it might not even be a spook. It might just be uh, maybe there is some kind of weird uh, frequency of something and I'm picking up on it. And I just, I'm not aware of it. It's just something that's different that I can say, Whoop! something's not us in here. Um, but we had one where I was at the end of the hall and they were on the other end of the hall and they were in a room off to the side and they were having, like something happened in that room. I I had nothing. I, I, I was too far away to know that anything was there. All I knew is that where I was standing in the area around me, there was nothing, whatever it was, was down there. And I couldn't feel it. So, but I usually can tell too, uh, like sometimes it's, there's something here, but it's, it's not threatening. Um, I don't feel that, that vibe, uh, but, but sometimes it's sh- like, we, like I had one instance and it was like, we gotta fucking go now. Like it doesn't want us here. And it ended up pushing me like down a railing and almost pushed me from a third story floor.
3: Okay. So the so if you get that bad feeling, it could result in death is what we're implying yep. here.
4: And what's interesting was the same place that I had that experience in, we actually asked, we didn't say anything to this guy. Um, he was a security guard that worked there, and we simply just said have you had any experiences working here? And the guy was like, yeah, I was up on the third floor over here. And this thing, he, and he's a, he was a big man. I mean, sturdy. And he's like, I had to hang on for dear life because something was trying to push me over the edge. And I was just like, me too. <laughs> Same Z's. I was like, those- back up
3: there. Do ghosts have strength relative to their physical form and in, in their like human life? Or do you think that like once you turn into a ghost, you've got super strength?
4: I feel I'm not sure, uh, but I feel that the strength and abilities that they have vary depending on the amount of energy that is present at the time. Um, Like if it's so like kind of way I would put it is. If we were in a haunted house and it was getting ready to be a lightning storm, I would almost guarantee you everything in that building is hyped. And I just got really big goosebumps everywhere. Um, I would guarantee you everything in there is basically powered up like super speed. Like they just got that magic mushroom in Mario.
3: Do you think that our ghost territorial, like if a ghost mm-hmm. moves into yeah, a certain are. room? Do you think there's like, like turf wars in, in ghost worlds where they'll like, they start moving in on a certain area and like push the old ghosts out?
4: I, I don't think that they turf war. I think they all kind of have their own space. Um, I, I feel that some can kind of roam around a little bit if they're not like as threatening or anything, they might have a little bit more of a, a, a paranormal leash, I guess, so to speak. Uh, but I think that the ones that are very uh, territorial, like the one that I ran into uh, that almost, you know, pushed me off a ledge, it was contained within a two cell space, like cell block or like two prison cells is where I was at. Uh, so, and, and so once I went down, so I ran and I turned the corner at the end, the moment I turned the corner, hands were off. It was gone. It, it didn't care as long as I wasn't in its space, and it did kind of give me a warning. Like I felt something was like, ooh, like it. I just pushed it because I was like, well, what's going to happen? I've never done it before, right? So I was like, well, let's see what happens. Well, that's what happens. Uh, don't fuck with ghosts. If they tell you to GTFO, you GTFO real fast.
3: This, I've, I'm just throwing out ideas because I don't oh, know how did? any of this works, and I'm I'm interested in what you think. If a ghost were to haunt a mobile home. And then you moved that mobile home across the country. Think, is the, Does the ghost come with the house or does it stick in the area it was from?
4: I think it depends on the ghost and why it's there. Um, I have ghosts that have followed me. Uh, everybody says, oh, your house is haunted. I'm like, no, honey, it's not the house. <laughs> because if that's the case, every single house I've ever picked has been haunted by the same ghost.
3: Do you think it could be uh, an item that you own?
4: I think it's my kids
3: you think your kids are haunted
4: no my i lost five kids and i think oh my kids okay, okay follow me okay okay <laughs> um they're a little mischievous but they never do anything really hurtful they do kind of pester my my living child um but i told him to How stop does, that, so does, your,
3: does your living child know what they're being pestered by or is it like you I know and you just don't say i don't anything?
4: really yeah i don't really he's kind of weird um He's been a little curious lately about things, so he's actually. Oh, this this is so cool! I'm doing an episode on it at some point because even though my show is not kid friendly, my kid's going to be on the show. Um, because he came to me and said, "You know, hey, uh, I I saw something uh, in the woods, and can you tell me what you think it is? Since you you know know this stuff." And I was like, "Yeah, buddy, like, what? Can you explain it to me?" So he starts describing it to me and I'm like, wait, hold on. Time out. I was like, let me get, let me get some paper. Let me get a pencil here. All right. Describe it to me again. I'm going to draw it exactly how you describe it. And so he describes it to me and I'm you know, drawing it out. I'm not the best artist in the world, but you know, got the job done. And I turned it, I was like, is this what you saw? And he was like, that's exactly it. To the point where I even Googled a type of hat. And he knew he was like, no, that one's not it. And I picked up another and he goes, that one's it. That one right there. That's the one I had on. And I was like, I know what this is. So my son saw the hat man.
3: I don't know what the hat man is.
4: Oh, so the hat man is a spirit. A lot of people, what I think is interesting um, is a lot of people typically see him uh, in correlation with taking Benadryl and like in their sleep, they'll see him. Um, yeah, basically he just, de- he described a black shadow figure, uh, wearing a fedora slash top hat about 10 foot tall walking in the woods.
3: Is this just like a Redditor <laughs> with the, fed- okay, sorry. Was bad.
4: Oh, probably you say this one's yeah, but he just said it was, so there was an opening. They were going deer hunting. And there was an opening over by where the uh, deer stand was that they were hunting in. And he saw it just casually walking through the opening. And he said he's seen it more than once while he's been out there. And most people only see it whenever they're sleeping. So that's why I'm really interested about it. So.
3: I've never heard of hot man before. Yep. What, where are you out on Slender Man?
4: Um, I think Slenderman's bullshit. I think Slenderman is somebody told a story to scare some kids or whatever, and it just got traction. And I believe people see other things that could be something else, uh, but they chalk it up to Slenderman because that's the only thing that they're aware of.
3: This is actually a great segment. Uh, so now I'm going to just rapid fire some questions at you. Okay. On what you think. So slender man, I would, if you're calling him bullshit, I'd say that's a zero out of 10. Uh, and then I don't know if we're talking ghost. It sounds like you'd be 10 out of 10. Oh, 10.
4: So. Yeah,
3: sure. Okay. So let's, so we're going to go through a few more. I got a little cut.
1: <laughs> hey, conspiracy buffs. I double dare you to take some PCP, the paranormal conspiracy probe on your marks, get set and go.
3: All right. First up, zero to ten, little gray aliens.
4: Uh, eight.
3: Reptilians. Seven. Politicians as reptilians. Three. Celebrity clones.
4: Ooh. Uh,. Probably going to go with the, uh, I haven't dug into it enough, so I'm going to say three, but that could probably go up if I do some research.
3: Okay. Aliens or some kind of extraterrestrials helped build the pyramids. Ten. Human beings are here to mine gold for the aliens. Uh, Two. Okay, that's Zechariah Sitchin. Theory, if if, if you no, while
4: no, uh, well, I was going and my brain would like rapid fired through like a bunch of stuff there for a second. So sorry for the delay. It was literally my ADHD brain connecting dots and then going. We're not minding a whole lot of it right now, so that's kind of <laughs>
3: okay. Uh, the world is a sphere. Uh, ten. Okay, and then the world is flat. I assume is zero. zero, but I'll let you answer that. Okay, yeah, zero. Are you familiar with Tartaria?
4: Is that with the Hollow Earth, with the uh like dinosaurs are inside the Earth?
3: No, and I want to talk about that. No, oh, I don't. Okay. I don't think so. I'm not actually an expert on this. Tartary, I believe, is that there was like because ancient
4: ground, and that sounds kind of like a, a civilization under the ground. So I guess well, it me, depends.
3: That's a good. That's actually a great point, And there are some theories that that this uh, civilization goes underground for big cataclysms and then comes back above yeah. ground again after it's over. There's a lot of theories on that. Um, I don't I don't know if that's Tartaria specifically. I'm not an expert.
4: Okay. Well, we'll say mostly we'll 5 because we don't know exactly what it is.
3: Okay, let's how about Atlantis?
4: Uh, used to be or currently exists?
3: Ever. And let me be specific that Atlantis was like, you know, some advanced civilization that had technology beyond what we have even today and then it uh, disappeared at some point in history.
4: I'd probably say a 9. As long as it's not like, if it's the, it's got a bubble dome and humans somehow in a minute and 30 seconds as it was sinking, developed the ability to breathe underwater, then a big fat zero.
3: Okay. Bigfoot.
4: Bigfoot. Nine.
3: Loch Ness Monster.
4: Mm, Six or seven.
3: I don't have a name for this, but I don't know if you remember, maybe like 10 years ago, maybe it was less. There was like creepy clowns that like kept getting found in the woods. Can you give that a score? I don't know even what to call it, but... You no, know, I mean, wh- they,
4: they clearly existed. Now, Was there whether something
3: or not- to it, though? Was there, like, a coordinated effort? Was it, like... Oh,
4: I just think team, that or? it was kind of like, you know, the next TikTok trend.
3: Okay. Only- before t- it was, like, a pre-TikTok. Oh,
4: yeah. Only fucked up. I think it was just like, I'm a I'm just trend. gonna go
3: and dress like a clown and jump out of the woods yeah. at random.
4: <laughs>
3: okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, I'll just ask, because I think I know the answer, but demons, zero to ten. Oh, ten about angels zero to ten
4: mm. eight
3: okay we're gonna we're gonna revisit that one because I'm there's a unattested. reason
4: why okay. I I would probably if it wasn't for we'll get into it we'll just get into it
3: later uh are you familiar with who Alistair Crowley is yes zero to ten that Alistair Crowley summoned a legit demon at some point in his life eight. Do you know what a homunculus is?
4: I know that word, but I'm not sure why.
3: Okay. Well, the, the question would be zero to 10, Alistair Crowley or Jack Parsons or L. Ron Hubbard created an actual homunculus. Um, but a, a homunculus is like creating a child or a creature of some kind without necessarily going through like a traditional pregnancy process. Although like a anyways, golem. yeah, a, go- a golem is a great example of I'm this. I'm going to give Although, it a two okay okay yeah so what would, would golem just a golem in general gets a two Two. yeah how about dinosaurs
4: uh 10
3: like so like a t-rex in the museum
4: oh like right, wait right now or like they ever existed
3: uh no, no no sorry that they ever existed
4: oh okay yeah i I mean there's, there's scientific evidence that they now granted it could have been planted fuck me now you got me going
3: this God, is a uh, hot topic of contention believe it or not really? and it's it is a complete 50-50 shot when I ask someone if they believe in dinosaurs, whether or not it's a 0 or a 10. And it's it shocks me every time uh, in in either direction. So, so let's just stick with 10. You can do your own research yeah. and figure out yeah. if, if you want to revise that. I, I can dragons? see there
4: being arguments to make me lower that rating, but currently it's a 10.
3: How about dragons? Ever-existing, fire-breathing, flying dragons.
4: Two. I'm actually getting ready to research then.
3: This is this is interesting to me, uh, and then I guess here we'll do we'll do one last one, and that's that the U.S. military uh, had successful remote viewing sessions that led ten. to whatever. Okay, so I want to I just want to go back to the very beginning, and Bigfoot didn't get a straight up ten; he got I think like a nine. So uh, what's what's the one point there for?
4: I haven't physically experienced it. However, I would, I hear that I am relatively close to uh, a Mm hotspot. I think it's only like an hour or two away from me. And I have considered maybe going to see if I can get my own experience. However, um, I do not think these things are nice. Uh, They're out there and they're animals. They're territorial. They're, you know, they want you off their turf. And I mean, I'm a five, three chubby girl, man. Like, ain't no way I'm running out running that thing. I'd be dead. Uh, I also really don't like to be outside <laughs> ever. Um, so it'd be difficult for me to go, but I think if someone that I personally knew could show me vi- like video evidence that they filmed themselves or I had an encounter, it'd be a 10. It's just the fact that the if the evidence and stuff that I've gotten uh, is either not from somebody that I've known for a long time or at all. Uh, it makes me a little skeptical as to whether or not it's true.
3: What do you think about the, I think it's called the Batterson-Gimlin footage, like the, the OG? I've,
4: so that's the only footage that I think is true so far. Now, granted, I know there's a lot of backlash and, you know, But I've seen enough of those suits and I've seen enough of people like walking in it and stuff that I don't see a handmade suit uh, doing what what that footage shows personally.
3: And you think that's a lady Bigfoot or a male Bigfoot? Because I I hear it's a lady Bigfoot.
4: Uh, I couldn't get a good enough view to, to guess, to be honest.
3: I wouldn't know what to look.
4: I mean, for, to me, to I, I
3: feel
4: like it's- <laughs> like I mean, unless it was like spread eagle on the camera, I probably would not be sure what to pick.
3: <laughs> I ha- I just want to say this is not to be snarky. I have heard stories that Bigfoot is like incredibly appealing to women. Like if they get like an actual glimpse of like an actual Bigfoot in real yeah. life, oh, that's um, and like, then it's just yeah. it's like. An unbreakable attraction, almost like vam- <laughs> like a, almost described like a vampire.
4: Um, did you know uh there was a gorilla in a zoo, and I can't remember his name, but he was Harambe.
3: R. I. P. Harambe.
4: Women came from all over and just wanted to have their way with that gorilla. So I totally are understand you talking
3: about you Joe? That's not nice to talk about Joe Rogan and call him a gorilla. He's a human being.
4: What I'm like? No, this is like a literal little gorilla in the zoo. <laughs>
3: Do you think they could charge extra for that? <laughs> right. like if they, but if no, you Susan, knew that I mean, you were we there have, for the gorilla.
4: Yeah, they 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 traveled like people would go from countries away to fly to get a look at this gorilla, and they were like all about it. They wanted his beef in their taco.
3: There is a and it was on a whim of a joke, and we were like, it would be funny if there was a romance novel about Bigfoot, and. I went on Amazon and looked and I couldn't believe there was like 20 pages and it still kept going. And I had no idea that this was such a popular subgenre. Like there's people that are making their entire living off just writing big. Well, I mean, think about it.
4: They have stuff with vampires, werewolves. I mean, think about all that crap. I mean, they they've got it for all of it. I don't know about any Nessie ones though, but
3: what about Mothman? Do you think are there are there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah,
4: people are all about Mothman. (laughs)
3: Let's let's end end on that.
4: Oh, I would get up. But I don't have any pants. Um, <laughs> I have a shirt that says something about uh, Mothman's sweet ass, and it's got him turned around. His little butt cheeks are sticking out.
3: Okay, <laughs> I, li- I like this topic. Can we do a top three that don't exist already that you know of cryptids that deserve to be in a romance novel?
4: Ooh, um, let's see here. Jersey Devil.
3: Okay, I can see that.
4: Um, a banshee, she'd be hot. Just saying, I'd go for a banshee. Um, do they have mermaids? Probably I think mermaids, already have mermaids count as right?
3: cryptids. Yeah, I'm okay. sure that there's mermaids. Well, I didn't know they already novels. existed,
4: like as a novel. They have. Um, to.
3: I mean, there's got to be a little Ariel fan fiction novel out there that gets spicy.
4: mm. Well, I would say dog man, but I don't know if you chalk it up as werewolf too. So that one might be a little iffy. I think
3: um, dog man counts. Cause I feel like dog man would have even less of the human touch that you would expect from a werewolf.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. On that one, I'm trying to think, oh my gosh, can you imagine a Wendigo? I am now. Like,
3: dude. <laughs> I found out recently Wendigo were problematic. Did you know that? Oh,
4: yeah. Oh, those things are horrible. Well, no, like,
3: I mean, I mean, problematic in that, like, it's like some people find it offensive to even refer to. Yeah, uh, no,
4: uh, well, usually it's the skinwalker is an issue. Um, I've not really heard as much about the windigo being an issue, but I know that there's a lot of people, especially in Native American lore, that you don't, they don't like the reference of skinwalkers. They don't like to talk about them. They don't anything.
3: Because it invites them, right? Just just saying it out loud is like an invitation. Oh, I think
4: everything. I mean, well, it depends. If it's a cryptid, cryptid. No. <gasps> Fresno night crawlers.
3: I don't know what that is.
4: Oh, they're what the crawlers? walking path. They're so stinking cute.
3: What are they, Fresno night crawlers?
4: Yes. A succubus. Oh, that's not a cryptid. That's a demon. Just kidding.
3: And I mean, they've have had so many. Okay, yeah, I'm already on board. If this is what we're talking about,
4: yep. <laughs> well, maybe not the the weird froggy looking one. I was thinking more no? like oh, the,
3: okay, the, the these, ones these that look ones? like
4: they're in the footage. Oh my god, about about the like frogmen. a little
3: bit. I don't know the, the little frogmen though. They kind of look like little flashlights. So okay, th- I or, think that they could those, actually. Then.
4: You you want the Loveland frogmen? They have one. Okay,
3: I'm I'm actually familiar with Loveland frogman. Yep. And is it men or man? Is it just one of them or is it a bunch of them?
4: So as far as I could tell, um, the witnesses uh, accounted for more than one. They were kind of gathered together like they were having a little powwow. So I'm trying to think. Um, Oh my gosh. Okay, get ready. I got a good one. Ready? Okay, I got two good ones. Pegasus
3: okay so is pegasus a unicorn
4: pegasus is the horse with the wings that i get
3: i know but i'm just saying like do you think pegasus and unicorn is the same okay so not unicorn and what was the other one uh centaur i feel like those two are the same it's just that's like the gender gets swapped no
4: so pegasus horse with wings centaur is like uh Waste. I think Fantasia waste. Okay. Right. Yeah. You're
3: right. You're right.
4: Yeah.
3: So I I was just thinking how a frog man, (laughs) how would it even work? I'm not even sure. I know how frogs work. I've cut one open before, but it wasn't for this particular line of thinking. (laughs) Cause I just, I just noticed that he's he's missing
4: the same as a regular frog.
3: I mean, I would think so, but I don't know how either of those work. And I just I notice he doesn't he's not working with anything. They lay here. they
4: lay a pat they they lay like the the eggs together in the water. I don't know if they're fertilized before or after.
3: That would make for an awkward come online. Like, hey, let's <laughs> let's go in the water and lay some eggs.
4: I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
3: out of out of all of these i i do like uh the jersey devil because that seems very unpredictable i've also yes. heard spring jack so
4: spring jack
3: <laughs> is that is that a cryptid though or is that just like a like a creepy monster i thing? think
4: i think that spring Hill jack uh is paranormal i do not think that he is a cryptid you should look up uh jeff the mongoose it's
3: like batman here
4: I think it's I think it's G E O F F. I think.
3: Here we go. G-E-F, the mongoose.
4: Oh, okay. Well that works too.
3: The, the talking mongoose? Is that what yes. we're talking
4: about? <laughs> yeah. Supposedly he's like tells dirty jokes and shit.
3: <laughs> uh they concluded that it was a hoax he's in This sounds entertaining as hell though. Like you just I'm go up and like episode a
5: episode
4: on it.
3: And the mongoose just starts roasting you. That would be it's like awesome. Lives
4: in the walls and like supposedly only talks to the family members.
3: Oh my god! Of course, there's a connection to the Huxley family. Why wouldn't there be? They're involved in everything that's in this weird paranormal space.
4: What about a griffin?
3: I feel like the gr- now we're starting to get wacky. Like, what even? Where's oh. the rom- Where's the romance in a griffin? I don't see it. maybe it's you know,
4: just me right the Griffin <laughs> fly feel the freedom of the air on your skin and hair or whatever
3: I guess but then like the beak and the beady little eyes and the talons I don't know I don't know
4: well, I mean I'm assuming it's so big that they'd be over my head so it wouldn't be a problem
3: okay well here all right oh, now we're
4: you wanna hear my favorite one
3: look at those thighs on this Griffin I, can I know, right? see this now yeah. yeah yeah what's your what's your theory
4: my favorite cryptid is the Snallygaster.
3: i don't know how to pronounce that but oh i did i did it right
4: oh the other picture is better
3: oh is there is there another oh is this that, one yeah that one winged creature of the northeast from maryland half reptile half bird oh this is uh hillary clinton is it not No, seventeen thirty. Don't insult the
4: Snallygaster like that. It's way too pretty. Okay, (laughs) but the Snallygaster got put out of commission because it smelt the vapors of an alcohol vat as it was flying over, and it fell in and drowned.
3: Oh, that's hilarious! actually caught on fire. It smelt the fumes of a moonshine still and Mm -hmm. fell from the sky into a twenty five hundred gallon vat of alcohol. And this was in what 1909, it sounds like was the last time. Um,
4: there was one, I think there was a sighting in 39. I think it was nineteen oh nine was first one, and then
3: and they 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 suppose it might have been like the the offspring yeah, like, yeah. of the original Snallygaster. This is a new one for me. I don't I don't No know one usually how this... hears
4: of it, and it's my favorite.
3: I think I, this could be a romance novel. It it might have tiny... Oh my gosh, tiny... you see the tongue
4: on that thing? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, multiple tongues. Look at right. Oh wow! Are you okay, <laughs> someone, someone might have already moved in on this space, and we don't even realize it.
5: Oh shoot!
3: Yeah, okay. I I can see it now. I can see the attraction. One, two, three, four, five. This is like having six Gene Simmons in one room. Yeah, uh, with your full attention.
4: And he's probably drunk. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay, this this was fun. Uh I had a good time. Thanks for coming on uh to the the new Tom and Tash show. Uh, episode <laughs> of 1. Maybe there'll be a sequel sometime in the future. Heck for yeah. A last time just let people know where and when they can find you. It sounds like Christmas. Maybe I'll just release this episode on Christmas. That makes sense.
4: Okay, so yeah, you can do it on Christmas or uh the week before so I actually uh Again, so just so everybody knows, keep your eyes peeled on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. Um, Since I am doing the Yule Lads as my first episode for Cryptid Christmas, I am doing a fun little ditty, I guess you could say. I don't know if you want to call it a marketing campaign, but I guess you could. Where... On the days that each Yule Lad is supposed to be showing up, according to the lore, I am going to be posting uh, me doing whatever it is that the Yule Lad is supposed to be doing uh, so that you can you know maybe guess the name of whatever it is that's happening. And I'm going to do each one just like they show up all the way till Christmas on the release date. And then on the release date, you'll be able to see what all of the ones are and see if you get straight
3: can you tell us what the hell a you lad is or is that a part of the secret
4: no. well i mean it'll go in there it's fine um so in icelandic lore uh there is Grela, and she's kind of a bitch um she's looked at as a witch or a giant some people you know refer to her as a troll. Um, and she and her husband that I can never say it's like, Paluli. I don't know, some fucking name. Um, I wrote it in my notes out so that I could say it properly. Um, <laughs> but they had 13 kids that are trolls is how they're all referred to. And they're little troublemakers. And they like to come into the towns and pester people. Uh, it's kind of like a really fucked up 12 days of Christmas. Okay. So it's like. Yeah, it's like every day up until that point. Um, And just a little uh, funny disclaimer, I did actually have to steal my two-year-old niece's toys to make this happen. I I needed a, a cow and I needed a sheep.
3: Was this just an example or just an excuse so you could play with toys?
4: Well, I was too afraid to go find a sheep and a cow. Last time I tried to to mess with the cow, uh, I didn't realize the bull was out. Um, thank God I was younger and I could run fast. Uh, so we got the hell out of there. Um, but I don't really know anybody's got any sheeps that I could be like, "Hey, do you mind if I use your sheep as a prop?" Um, and you know, this way it's it's you know, inside and cleaner and <laughs> a little better all around. but yeah, on there. Uh, I'm up and going on there. I try to make posts. I, I post a lot. Uh, I'm a social person. Um, so you guys can always find me on there now. Uh, you can reach out to me if you guys have any encounters or experiences or questions or um, anything like that. I do have the email as well. It's cryptids, creeps, and conspiracy. Not C's. Just C. Uh, just one
3: at gmail.com. Only one conspiracy allowed. No yeah. more than one. <laughs>
4: well it was just a fact it was it was one of those things where uh the character link kind of got me um yeah, i
3: get it i have so, to be paranoid but, america on x because they yeah. wouldn't let me have the end
4: oh i can't even try i don't even know what the hell i would be uh, a mess is probably what it is um there is a website that has uh, additional links to external sources it's cryptids creeps and conspiracy.com Uh, If you do get on it before the release date, though, uh, I am aware it looks funny. It's going to continue to look funny until I get the episodes posted and they go in their appropriate spots. So until then, there is some weird stuff going on on one side of the page. But I do uh, already have my merch store open and I have uh, lots of goodies on there. Everything from, you know, conspiracy. I'm still working on some. I have a couple conspiracy things on there. I got some spooky stuff on there. I've got some cryptid stuff on there. I've got... Uh, I just posted two of my Christmas designs um, today. So those are on there. I got some more to put on there. But um, but yeah, so uh, if you want to access that, I- there's a link to my store page on the Instagram in my bio, uh, as well as on the website. There's a link for merch, and you can click on it. And it'll take you there. And if you have any issues or whatever, just... Yeah, you know, shoot me a message and I'll see if I can
3: troubleshoot. Sweet. And I'll so. put all those links in the description along with uh, your email address for people that want to reach out awesome. and everything. And uh, I'll lead us out on my own little commercial. This is, if you're watching this in December, this should be coming out next month in January. This is chaos twins. Check it out. Welcome. As totally not chaos twins, but this one is
2: dive into a realm where comedy meets cosmic adventure. Chaos Twins, created by comedian Sam Tripoli and comic publisher Paranoid American, will sweep you off your feet. Join two girls with the astonishing ability to morph into animals, rally with their cryptid crew, and traverse diverse dimensions. But you don't have to take my word for it. Sign up now at ChaosTwins.com. In a place as curious as Crown City, adventure awaits at every turn. Meet Anna and Becca, two spirited souls navigating a world filled with wonders and weirdness. Alongside their trusted allies, Biggie, Mathilda, and the Chupacabros, they'll stand against aliens, reptilians, and mysteries beyond imagination dive into their captivating tales and discover a world where anything is possible for more information visit chaos twins.com samtripoli.com and paranoidamerican.com.